analogy. It's so good, man. I finished it. Can I just get something out of the way? Yes. Ralph. Yes. Welcome to Trips <laughs> you don't with Ralph and Dave. You don't want to wait 18 minutes today. No, huh? I don't. I want to get out of the way because mm. I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. That's Hello. Right. This Hello. is a little podcast Hello. for your ear holes to enjoy. <laughs> Streaming at a million watts. Stick this voice lollipop in your ear tongues are there there's a, voice, a there's a quote from a voice pop yeah there's a quote from community with that and i can never oh, get it right oh, but anyway man. how about you write it down and then next time do it i wrote it on the paper oh, uh no. so i finished last dance yes oh man it was just i mean that was like built for people of our age mm-hmm. like because we were kids watching yes. that era of basketball yes. so i feel like that is like the mid-30s um like that's who it was designed for, and the best part was, I mean, it it encompassed their '98 season, and if you don't know, it's the Chicago Bulls. They don't might not know what last dance is. So, uh, Chicago Bulls. Spoiler season, alert: Last they dance. won, but a lot. they go back to the first one in '92. They go back. I mean, they go through a lot of it. I loved how they did it, too, where they had that final season, and they were working chronologically through that, Mm -hmm. but then with the flashbacks to not only the childhoods and and stories of Jordan and Pippen and Rodman and Kerr and all them, but then also to the previous championships and the coming up of the Bulls and all that stuff. And it was just with the bouncing on the timeline, it was just really clear. It was great. It wasn't... It wasn't linear. I mean, they bounced all over the place, and it was great, great because you didn't know where they would go. It's like, well, where the hell do they go from here? Right. Oh, that's right. I forgot Jordan got hurt for most of a year when he was when he was younger. I that's, totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I love about things like this is just the the things that I mean. There were there were there were like dunks or you know Jordan dunks and stuff that I remember watching mm-hmm. and thinking, how did he do that? 
when I was a kid and now you're watching them back. I mean, they had footage from, you know, just commercials I remember watching. It was just all the classic, all the classic stuff. It was great. So, you know, I grew up in Cleveland and as a diehard Cavs fan. Oof, that had to be rough. Jordan was our nemesis. Yeah. Like, we were actually, I watched a thing on the Cavs from that era just about how good they were. Mm-hmm. And if not for Jordan, what they could have potentially done. And then you're watching the, you know, the details of the game where he hit the shot over Elo and the yeah. fact that Elo never should have been guarding him in the first place. Yeah. And Jordan has this, he he has this incredible way of like being, talking about how great he is, but he didn't come across as cocky. Right. Like he was strangely humble about mm-hmm. it. I, I don't know how, I don't know if it's how the show was produced or if it's just him as an, like an aura, you know, because, you know, he said like, he, you know, he says like, well, I mean, they put Elo on me and that was just a mistake. They shouldn't have put Elo on me. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just like, well, he's right. You can't complain about it. Or I think it was in the last episode, one of the guys was saying how he, Jordan more than anybody was in the moment, was present. Yep. You it's know, like the last I think that was the last episode yeah, they were that's talking about. Just that. who he was. Right. And the ways that he would psych himself up. Like the guy who said at the end of that one game, <laughs> nice game, Mike, I forgot his name. <clears throat> and then it was a, a home and home, so the next game he manufactured that. He convinced himself he it happened so that. that he had anger built up against that and poor then guy. In '97, <laughs> his motivation was. By the way, these are spoilers, so yeah. if you don't want these things spoiled, you might want to pause for a bit. In '97, Malone got the MVP, and that was his motivating sure. factor. Oh, I hated Karl Malone I was when I was not a kid. A fan. He and every time he'd go up, he'd do that leg kick thing. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of leg kick. And I, I remember I remember having a hard time with Jordan just because he won so much, but I don't remember really hating him. I like there were certain players I remember hate like these, you know, they're they're playing against the Knicks and I see John Stark's face yeah. and I remember as a kid going, What is that guy's oh, problem? I love John Stark. Oh, he's his, so gross. His fire I Reggie Miller love. too. I had a I had a uh love hate thing with Reggie Miller. Yeah. I, I have a Reggie Miller jersey, but then there were times where he was just so smug. I love how he he did he doesn't call him Michael Jordan, he calls him the black cat. I know. That's it's awesome. so good. So so Respect. yeah, there were there were definitely some great uh some uh some great things in there. I just it was so nostalgic. Yeah. And then um, there's there's watch. there's always a debate too, you know, it always happens, you know, who the the goat is, right? And Jordan always says it's not him. You know, he's he's not. He's humble that way, but I mean, it's always the debate where if LeBron played in his era, if he went up against the Knicks, you know, Ewing and, and Oakley and all them. He would have gotten the you-know-what beat yeah, out of him. Exactly. Pistons, too. I mean, the Pistons, a, are, yeah, the Pistons. Did you watch the 30 for 30 bad boys? That's my favorite 30 Yeah, because that thing is, yeah. I mean, they were. And and I love, the like, all the passing of the torch moments, too. Like, yeah. The the Pistons had to overcome the was it the Celtics they had to overcome, mm-hmm. and then it was the Pistons that were was the Bulls nemesis, and then yeah. finally they were able to overcome the Pistons and yeah. and like Larry Bird as the coach 
of oh, the, the Pacers. Yeah, the Pacers. Yeah. Um, when they had been playing against each other mm-hmm. earlier in the career, just oh, and the timeline of those things, it was so great. And even in the the '92 Olympics when they had that practice, that's when. Oh, Bird, I was so excited yeah. when it got to the Dream Team that's episode. When, that's when Bird and Magic knew that it was Jordan's league. Oh my gosh, I was so excited when they got to the Dream Team episode because again, '92, I was ten. Yep. I was obsessed with the Dream Team. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and I watched every game, and I we, we taped it because they were on so late because it was across the ocean or whatever. Man, it was just crazy. Um, and the best part about this whole Last Dance thing is it wasn't supposed to come out until June. So they put it out early because they, everybody they, is they stuck They hyped home. it to be in June, and I was ready for it, and then all of a sudden they did dump it because of the quarantine. Sure. and and COVID, so yeah, I'm I'm glad they did it. Well, I'm now very sad that I'm done watching it, though. I honestly yeah. might rewatch it, although more likely I'm going to go through and watch a bunch of thirty for thirties that I yeah. haven't seen, um, or watch them again. Like the Orlando Magic one was really the, good. Uh, I hate Christian Leitner. Have you seen I that I love that one too. Yeah, I bought a USA Christian Leitner jersey oh, after watching that. So I'm like, ah, I don't hate Christian Leitner. Oh man. Um, and the other the other funny thing is, this was. This was uh, 10 episodes of uh, television that I was so excited to watch that Claire, when Claire was a little sick of me and we're watching TV and I'm bugging mm-hmm. her, she can just go, you know, you could go watch another episode of your yeah. Jordan documentary That's if you awesome. wanted to, you know, and shoot me to the basement like when she bought me the Xbox so she could shoot me to the basement. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I'm sad that it's over, but it was well worth the watch. I can't believe it took me a week to finish, but... I kind of wanted to delay the gratification a little sure. bit. Sure, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I mean, I'll tell you something, I'm working out while watching that. Oh, yeah. That was very motivating. It made me want to go and play basketball every time I watched I it. I know. I feel like that, too. I, that might be the thing I missed most about not having school this spring was not being able to play basketball yeah. with the kids on, yeah. on the playground. Because um, if you want to feel good at basketball, play against 10-year-olds. Or six-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better be careful because there will be an age where they can all team up on you. I know. I'm waiting for it. Which one will be on your team? Henry. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Actually, they all want to take turns because I'll still be the winning team, whoever's on my team. There you so go. As long as they want to win. There you go. Well, Uncle Ralph can come over and we can uh, we can, sure. we can play a little two-on-three. Sure, sure. We got neighborhood kids, is. too. That'll show them how it is. Nice. All right. So um, the other thing before we get into actual football, because I guess that's what we typically talk yeah, about here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the mouse. I took care. You know how I took care of the oh, mouse problem. Right, yeah. Then I go to make Claire and I BLTs, and I had a loaf of bread on the counter, right? Uh-huh. And I go to open the loaf of bread, and what do I find? Oh no! I find a hole chewed in the top, and the top piece of bread is all chewed all to you know what. And I go, Claire. I have bad news. No BLTs. <laughs> we have to pivot because it was basically the mouse is now taunting us from the grave because he'd done that before when he was still running around free and I just noticed it. The other thing was I caught a third one in Uh-oh. the laundry room because I just had two sticky traps left. I just yeah. figured I'd throw them behind the new washer dryer just in case. And then the other day I go down there and I look and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is the this is the funny thing. This dumb mouse gets stuck to the sticky trap. He drags himself, I'll leave out the graphicness, 
drags himself to the middle of the sticky trap, eats the peanut butter pile, and then dies there. Well, if he's he gonna made go out, sure to he's going to go with a full he stomach. He made sure to eat the dollop of peanut I mean, butter from I, the middle of the thing and clearly ripped himself to get to it. I got to respect that. His I whole mission guess, was a peanut butter. I guess. That's mission accomplished. something? Question mark? Yeah, good for him. All right. We'll um, name him Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Like the peanut exactly. butter. Okay. Well done. <laughs> Puns are fun. Um, oh, man. And then I was at school today the oh, last two oh. days. And I'm moving everything, getting everything ready for the summer deep clean. Sure. You want to be freaked out by mice. Move the move the shelves in an elementary school classroom at the end of a school year. Because it's imagine. just piles of poo yep. everywhere. And I thought, oh, it wasn't too bad in my house, I guess. <laughs> All right. Where we go? We got a lot of stuff to talk we about. We got a lot of stuff um, to talk about. So let's see what let's let's do a little preview of what we're going to talk about yeah, tonight because we like do it. have football to talk about. We, we have, have some yeah some fantasy. Even football though even though it's things. the off season and not much is happening, we're fantasy football. I mean, for the record, round. I would like to analyze Last Dance the entire. I mean, the entire episode. We but, could have a separate podcast for that. Yeah, that might be fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have some frozen trades that have gone down since the draft. Uh huh. Um, we have a little bit of keeper question mark, a little bit of a, like a debate on kind of what, what's the deal with keeper leagues? Are they... You're not going to hear Jerry Seinfeld? Good. What's the deal with So what's the deal with keeper leagues? I mean, have you seen these? (laughs) I mean, who does these anymore? (laughs) That was terrible. Um... I saw, let's see, uh, we have the World Empire draft, rookie draft coming up. That's the one where the worst team every year is eliminated, and I, you know, how I traded away my whole future to survive and now feel dirty. That and one. Their, their players are added in to the draft, which adds a wrinkle to it. Right. So, it's exciting. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. But the, the team that got knocked out really had no one even worth mentioning. Well, um, Hunter Henry. Okay. Thielen. I mean, no tight ends are required, so Hunter right. Henry's kind of a... Yeah. But I'm, I'm good on tight end. That's yeah. not my issue. But in <laughs> 10 years, or 9 years when it's down to 10 teams, <laughs> it won't be... Well, I don't think we'll still be talking... I don't think I'll still be talking about when it When it's point. 12 teams left, it'll no longer be best ball, and you'll have to submit a roster. So that's 7 years. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Well, anyway, you've been active making some trades. Boy, have I Accumulating ever. some picks. Yeah. I, on the other hand, uh, just remembered that this league existed, unfortunately, and, um, have put out some offers and, uh, have heard nothing but bad things back, so Welcome we'll see. Welcome to the chat, by the way. You just made it into the chat room. Again. Oh, yeah, I angrily deleted that. Yeah. I, I forgot that chat was even a thing, and, and clearly I, I left because I was mad. Um, well, the nice thing is, Rich, the commish, he does a great job of keeping everybody informed of what's happening. He does. Um, you know, pumping everybody up because the draft's coming. I mean, that actually started because he said draft coming up, and I said, hey, let's do some trades, and then that got the trade juices flowing. Yeah, um, but it's on MFL, and I hate MFL. I know you and do. I really don't think I'll ever do another league on MFL. But MFL likes you. Uh, okay. Um, I also, uh, let's see, I also, uh, I have a decent trade to talk about in another league. I have a, 
uh, Campus to Canton League that the NFL draft is going. Did you earlier say Quarantine to Yeah, the name Canton? of the league okay. is Quarantine to Canton. Okay, that makes but sense. But it's a Campus to Canton. So in five years you can reminisce that. I remember when there was yeah. a Quarantine. Well, yeah, every new league I've joined has a Quarantine-themed, you corona. know, Corona-themed, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 um, sure, sure. And then I've got a tr- uh, trade and some trade talks in another league. So basically we have a full... A full docket, we if a, you will. We got a full slate, my friend. And uh, apparently there's people out there that like to listen to it, so yep. let's get to it, eh? We don't want to disappoint anybody. All right, so Frozen. Um, last week, our focus was the Frozen rookie draft. Yeah. And if you remember... Um, I mean, how could you forget? Uh, how could you forget? Yeah, podcast. I really enjoyed that episode a lot. A Not to one. toot our own horn. That was a good one. But toot toot! <laughs> <laughs> was that Purdue? Boiler up! No, we're not doing that. My brother and I make fun of that a lot when we're there. They're just toot tooting everywhere. Tooting their own horns. Um anyway, uh (laughs) so this was my this was my blunder where I didn't take lamb and I could have had him, blah blah blah, and I was regretting it. Now Mike made clear I could acquire lamb, it would take an overpay, but I liked the fact that he was giving me the option. So I he, we started talking about it again because I just wanted to feel out like Judy has to be included. Yes, could it be Herbert without Judy? No, could it, you know I'm just trying to try all these different things. Then he says, "Well, no pressure. I mean, I'm getting some other offers, so we'll see what happens. I'm just you know, ba 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 ba. I don't know who's making other offers for my guy, Trader." It was, again, it was feelers. And my my initial feeler, he said, wasn't even close. So Well, it's because the quarterback wasn't I good was, enough. I was buttered. Because you offered Foles and... I don't remember. I, well, it was, two... more, it was more like a, a starting thing. Like, how how far off is this? Like You offered Foles. I, I think you offered Foles and McLaurin. Or Sutton. One of the and two. Foles and Sutton. I think those were the two, yeah. maybe. Um, and he, yeah, he told me after the fact, he's like, yeah, they weren't, they weren't close. And, um, and I said, well, yeah, cause the quarterback isn't good enough. You, you exactly. need quarterback, but like, right. obviously Herbert is false, far, far superior. Far superior. So anyway, uh, once I heard and I, and I fully suspected also that he could have just been lying about having other offers or having other trade talks sure. just to get a fire lit under me. Cause he knows me well enough to know that. When I'm passionate about a guy, I'm passionate about a guy. I'm always going to kick tires, too. Why not? Yeah. Um, and so he mentioned that to me. Turned out there there were, you know, there were offers slash feelers, whatever. But um, I decided to say, screw it, Judy and Herbert for Lamb. And uh, I could have I could have had Herbert and Lamb mm-hmm. and uh, uh, somebody else, uh, Taylor, yeah. who I angrily traded away. But... The point is, I got lamb. I'm happy about that. And I never, I, I justified it like this. I have lamb far beyond Judy. Judy was the second prize for me there. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted Herbert. I, I should value him more in a super flex, but I never wanted him. So I figured whatever. And it was either, it was either one of Beer Bad or, or, or um, Brett B. I can't remember, but one of them said, a year from now, you won't remember who you traded away for him. You know, basically, if he's what I think he is, right. it, it won't matter what I traded that's away. True. And that's and a that's point. a great way to look at it because there's plenty of guys who are on my rosters where I'm looking at them, I'm happy I have them, mm-hmm. 
I don't remember what I traded for him. Who cares? You know, it doesn't yeah. doesn't make any difference. And I'm surprised too. Our draft was Saturday, May sixteenth. It took you to the twenty second to uh, acquire him. Because I was stewing because it was an overpay and it was doubling down on my mistake in my opinion. So it was, it was what it was. So then, um, Kurt got active. He was very active. Sometimes I dream. That he is me. Sometimes I wish that now I dream to be. Boom, 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 boom. I dream of his team. He like trades Kurt. He trades away Rodgers. Gets Cousins right back. If I could have Kurt's team. Like Kurt. I want to be, I want to be. Like okay. Kurt. Anyway, he goes to Brandon. If and I he. <laughs> Brandon, uh, I guess, was feeling a little <laughs> desperate for quarterback. So, so Brandon gave up my, uh, Michael Pittman. And his 2021 first for Aaron Rodgers. Collecting those first, Kurt. And I, Kurt collecting firsts really scares me. You should be scared. And my initial thought there was that he was losing a quarterback, which is rough for him. I mean, mm-hmm. he has Baker, but that's putting a lot of muffins in Baker's basket, if you, catch my, dr- if you catch my meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like same day. It was like same day he announces a trade with Less that he traded away Hilton Rutter and his twenty twenty two second to Less for Kirk Cousins. I don't a, recognize that name. Is he a quarterback? Of, it was six hours. Was that what it was? Six hours. Yikes! So he gets the pointy one, um, and Kurt was very concerned. He called me. I think it was the day before he called me and he said, I got to ask your advice. At what point do you feel bad when someone makes you an offer that you know is lopsided in your favor and the other person shouldn't take it? At what point, like, how do you handle that? How do you come to grips with that? Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm assuming you're trying to trade with less. He goes, well, yeah. I said, well, in the past, what I have done is I have, number one, I've explained every aspect of why I want the players that Mm -hmm. I want from him and why I'm giving him the players that I'm giving him. And I say, don't accept it now. Go think about it. Go put in a trade calculator. Go ask people. Mm -hmm. Get opinions. And if you still want to do it later today, come tell me. Um, and then if he still wants to do it, which he usually does, and we've talked about like, you know, if, if, uh, kind of what fuels the the decision making there, but, Mm -hmm. um, then you don't have to worry because, you know, he's looking at like who he's, I, I, I think Kurt basically was giving the 2022 second because he felt guilty. Yeah. Because giving up Hill, I mean, I'm not a Cousins guy. I hate Cousins more than anyone ever has hated Cousins. But at the same time, though, he is a good fantasy football quarterback. That's what I was going to say. To give up Hilton, who in my opinion is dead in the water, for a starting quarterback who is going to be a starting quarterback Mm -hmm. in a super flex is like an easy decision. And so that was, you know, that was for sure. So did Kurt approach less or did less approach Kurt, you know? I think well, I think Les had put out. I think Les had put out that he was looking to trade Cousins, okay. and so Kurt must have thought because, I mean, to to trade away Rodgers and immediately acquire Cousins, you're basically gaining a couple years of a sure. couple years of youth. There is sure. what you're doing. So mm-hmm. that was, I mean, not great as his number one competition, in my humble opinion. Um, and then save so, the best for last. So then. 
I I uh I hope people are sitting down for this. <laughs> because this trade has been a long time coming. You guys have been circling the drain on this trade. More importantly, Crowder has bounced between our teams. I drafted him. I traded him to Les. And then he got a little bit good, and I said, Les, I want him back. And now I sent him right back yep. Les's way. So <clears throat> we were talking about it, and uh, I was eyeing – he did a little negotiating here. I was eyeing Alan Lazard as somebody who was a little bit slightly younger and had more potential, like if he gets that second – you know, that second fiddle to Adam's role. Yeah. Like he has more um, – he has more uh, high ceiling potential than Crowder. Crowder, Crowder is what he is. Yeah. So I got Lazard and his 2021 fifth, which basically was just throw me a pick. Yeah. Because I'll get some in the fifth that I like, you know. I, I actually would have preferred, I tried for Harrison Bryant and his third, I think uh, it was his Hunter third. Bryant. You mean Hunter Bryant? No, Harrison, the good one. <laughs> not, not the loser one not that Danny took. No, I wanted Harrison. I, I tried for Harrison Bryant and his third in 2021. Okay. But he preferred to give up Lazard, which I – I mean, you could look at it either way. I mean, obviously, tight ends are valuable in this league. So, anyway, I got rid of Crowder. Yeah. I think uh, somebody should let Crowder know how valuable he is in this league. Hey, man, I started him some valuable times he last did. year when I needed to. He so he's not getting any judgment from me. So anyway, that's the goings-on that's been happening in Frozen. Yeah. <coughs> Nonstop excitement. It's true. It's excitement for days. <laughs> for days and days. Um, okay. Here's a little mini one. So I was looking up kicker videos the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you have nothing else to do. I have nothing else to do, and I just thought... Who's this Kyle Bass guy? Who's this Kyle Bass fella? And uh, because I, I was actually looking up if he was going to be actually competing with Hauschka or if Hauschka was going to get cut. I was curious if he was actually going to get the job. And what's the answer? <clears throat> well, I don't know. But, there, <laughs> but, but I did find a video of Kyle Bass kicking a 50-yard field goal with no step. So he's just standing still and just brings his foot back and kicks a 50-yarder. That's pretty good. And then a one-step 60-yarder. Yeah. And I immediately sent that video to Kurt, and I said, You can keep Roaser. <laughs> Check out Bass. You yeah, can kiss my you-know-what-I-mean. Can Hauschka do that? I mean, Hauschka better watch himself. Well, Hauschka has to put his walker over to the side, and then he's got to, you know... Pull up his, what do you call him, orthopedic uh, socks not, or something? He's not that old. Oh, he's mid 30s, I he's bet. He's probably got to pump up his Reeboks. I bet he's mid 30s. Look it up. How much, how old do you think uh, Hauschka is? I bet he's 36. 32. All right. You're going to bet your house again? No, I'm not betting my house again. I'll bet you that moldy wall that I haven't taken out over there. What, what are you going to do with it? Well, you know, keep it as a memento of your win. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Let's do it. You got to spell Hauschka right. 34, we're in the middle. <laughs> wow, we're really good. Yep. Split the difference. Yep. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, right. I'll, keep my, uh, I'll keep my moldy wall then. Did you know he was signed by the Vikings as an undrafted free agent in 2008? No, yeah, no, things, I didn't. Know. That's very exciting. Um, Tyler Bass is his name. It's not Kyle Bass? <laughs> it's Tyler Bass? But I wrote Kyle Bass yeah, on the paper. You wrote wrong. It's Tyler Bass. <clears throat> Tyler. Okay, hold on. You know what his nickname is? 
Ty? No, house guy. House money. <laughs> Tyler Bass. You're playing with house money. Why did I think it was Kyle? And they also have the Swedish guy the Vikings got from Baltimore for a fifth rounder. That uh, Vedvik guy. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Last year. Vidvik. Kerr Vidvik. This is a lot of kicker talk. All right, next. This might have been the most kicker talk we've had outside of a draft. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to... um, Actually, no, this fits in next, and then we'll get into some of these drafts that are coming up and trades and stuff. Um, So... uh, so Mitch uh, texted me. And Mitch, he... please. <laughs> no, different Mitch. Oh. <clears throat> not Trubisky. You're not um, on texting terms with Trubisky? No, no, I'm not. Although <laughs> he could do worse than hanging out with me. <laughs> um, so he, he, uh, he texted me and he said that he, uh, his high school friends are starting a dynasty league. And he was wondering if he could pick my brain to get as he's getting ready for the startup because he knows that I'm obsessed. Yeah, I do you, a lot of research. You've done a couple startups in your time. Um, and he's in Westeros, and he watched me build a championship team there, so I guess I have a little credibility. A little clout? A little clout. Yeah, some clout. Yeah, some clout. Um, Crown's upstairs, but, you know. So um, he... So his, his question was that... Well, first of all, I said we need to we need to hang out on the patio for a little bit because I got a lot of opinions. This is yeah. more than just a response yeah. via via you know, via message. So <clears throat> he said he really wants to. He asked how much I would bid in a startup, a two hundred dollar budget auction dynasty start startup. How much would I bid on Saquon because he really wants to lock down one of the young running backs. Mm-hmm. So Dave, I ask you, how much would you bid? On Saquon in a two hundred dollar auction startup, I would let other people bid for him. Done. Me too. (laughs) So I heard that and I go, oh, oh, Mitch, oh, I have so much to teach you, my friend. I would, I would drive up the price. Yeah, I mean, because I, I would just—that's the last position I bid on, right? Um, Unless it's to drive up the price, I. Unless it's Dalvin. I want to give. Well, I just want to give him like. For startups this year, I just want to give him examples of like what um, running backs, like what running backs I end up with. Mm-hmm. They're not auctions, but still. Yeah. Jordan Howard, that's a running back I end up with because I can start him this year. The Ravens backfield. <laughs> well, yeah, but Dobbins is going to be Dobbins is going to be more expensive. But if you're looking for a rookie, somebody like DJ Dallas, who mm-hmm. could end up having that job because of health and all that stuff. Yeah. Or Carlos Hyde, even because he's right. going to get in there and have a chance. Um, there was somebody else I was thinking of when I was thinking this out. But but the whole thing is like, oh, dude, no, no, you don't want to go for a running back. Let yeah. everybody else go running back. Because you can win year one without a running back. But more importantly, after year one, if you didn't focus on running back that first year, you are setting yourself up for the future. Build up, build up those wide receivers. <clears throat> so then there was something interesting that this led to. Uh because I was listening to podcasts today when I was working at school, and there was one that popped up, and it was in, <clears throat> you know how like DLF has their family of podcasts, and so yeah, like all yeah. the different ones are all in the same stream. So I don't remember which one it was, and I'm not sure I want to blow it up, like complain, you know, like tell how terrible it was, and give it a name anyway. It wasn't DLF because they're probably <laughs> nobody cares, right? Um, but anyway, this podcast popped up that is clearly this guy who has people write into him, share their dynasty teams with him, and he 
analyzes the team with them, talks about the strengths, talks about the weaknesses, talks about trades that should be offered, talks sure. about waivers that should be happen, how like structurally, like to the one today was about, um, you know, your taxi squad has this guy, this guy, this guy, you know, those are low ceiling players. Those are guys who are just sitting there not doing anything. You want to get some young guys in there who could blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's what you want to use your taxi for. So the reason I bring this up is because the one I listened to today was really terrible. Like the advice was bad and they were real boring. So I thought, man, that would be something where uh, we could do that. Yeah. And it would help fill these shows in the off season when we don't have enough to talk about. So your mission, dear listeners. So listeners, write in your uh, if you are email some, us, <laughs> yeah, Facebook so, us. So if you are someone out there listening right now, and you have a dynasty team, and you're just throwing up your hands and you're saying, "Meh, Kurt." <laughs> yeah, Kurt, your teams are terrible. Come get some help. Give us a ring. <laughs> um, Reach out to uh, to the good fellows here at uh, Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm and Dave. We would, I, I'm Ralph. And we would love to dive in and analyze your team, and we'll tell you exactly what you can do to beat all your friends. Yeah, we'll do a deep dive. Or strangers, dive. whichever. We'll do a deep dive. We will It'll do a deep, di- deep dive. Yeah. I just figured, you know, we'd offer that up. Why not? For free. We'll do it for free, too. So if one of Beer Bad wants to learn how to structure it, just kidding, buddy. Um, anyway, so there you go. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, I thought so too. But but I thought, man, that's that's a good idea. It's kind of it's a little bit like the the site that Andrew paid to analyze the frozen yeah. stuff. Um But it's more detailed just on one team than a whole league. Yeah, and it was also it was also he had the actual guy on there. Yeah. And so he's asking him about the players and the guy's like, Oh yeah, you know, I, I thought he had some good uh, potential. It's like basically all the stuff you would always that you would always say. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I I think this guy. I think you should probably hold on to this guy because da da da." And then, yeah, I think so too. Like, of course he's going to agree with of the course. guy on everything he says. Yeah. So was, I don't know. There was something about it that he's bugged the me. Expert. Yeah, there was something about it that bugged me, and I'm thinking, "You're an expert, man. Whatever." It's a fun voice. Do you want to talk about world? Yeah, I do actually. Because you're. I was active. Let's give you some, let's give you some time here. I so, was active. So World Empire, worst team every year, is eliminated. Um, I was close, but I survived. But more importantly, Dave's been active. Dave yeah. was not at the bottom. No. Uh, you were close to the top. I was up there, yeah. I was probably fifth or sixth. May as well have been last. Yeah, if you're Pathetic. not first, you're last. Pathetic. Uh, all right, so can we hear your, uh, can we hear your roster and let's hear, hear the moves you've been making? Yeah, well, I'll do my roster now, or the moves, and then what my roster is. Sounds good. Yeah, so I, I came in to yesterday with the 114. And then I also had 214, 216, a couple thirds, a couple fifths. And and after the first round, this gets deep fast yeah. because there's so many teams. Right. So a, eight, like eight, a, it's 18 teams now. Yeah, so, so like a second round pick is really like a four, pushing fourth yeah, round. And, it's pushing yeah. it. So, and that was one of my motivating factors because I wanted to acquire some draft picks because I figured that a lot of these teams are spread thin, right? Yeah, so, I know. So if I can get some good rookies to carry me through for a few years, 
and get you know They'll stuff, be stuff ramped like, up you know, exactly yeah, i can either i can flip them i can do whatever i want yeah it's smart so i had identified a couple teams i wanted to trade with um they were you know not i didn't want to try to go for the one one or one two because they'd be asking a ton and i didn't want to give up a ton so I first approached um, Shark Tooth Hunter at one five, <laughs> and I said I forgot what my original offer was. I, I didn't write that down, um, and I won't go into too much detail. But I decided I was gonna flip Chub. Zing 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 zing. And instead of throwing out a ton of offers, I, I just wanted to focus on one guy um, because I, you know, you, you have a dialogue with somebody and then if you offer three different trades out to somebody else and then a guy you're not talking to just accepts it, it's like you just lost everything. So I have to focus on one person or the what opposite I do, of what I was doing. Right. Or what I do is I'll have, you know, one player that I focus on one team and then I try to sell another player to another team, which so is exactly, they, so they won't hurt. The other right. Yeah. Which is exactly what I did here. Okay. So in the end we settled on, I gave up Chubb. I get one five and I get Devonte Parker. Okay. Okay. Um, so I get uh, one five and I'll have one fourteen. Not bad. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Chubb still has hunt to deal with. Uh, they brought in some more offensive weapons, so they're going to be throwing a lot more. So I figured, you know, why not? Now, are you at one five? Are you hoping? Are you hoping running back, yeah. or would you reach for wide receiver for a more long term? No, I'm position? hoping. I'm hoping, hoping running back. back. Yeah. I mean, not hoping you'll get a running right. Back I'll get a running back. Yeah, and I'm also hoping that one of the teams ahead of me goes crazy, yeah. and decides to pick like, you know, somebody like CD Lamb. So a running back falls to me. If you take Dobbins, can you just be nice to him? Just treat him nice. <laughs> I'll be nice to him. Thank you. So at the same time I be sent... my whole team for him. <laughs> at the same time I sent that offer, I sent an offer to Waiver Wire Warriors, who is sitting at 1-8. And I offered up Daniel Jones for the 1-8. I also, in the back of my head... Who are your other quarterbacks? I have Goff and I have Bridgewater. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a luxury of quarterbacks that's why I did in, in this deep of a league. That's why I did it. And then I was also going to offer Goff for 1-8, so I was going to give him an option. Right? Because I like to give people options. Yeah. But then some came up at work and I, I couldn't do the second offer. Um, so he countered. He actually gave me two counters. So he uh, offered the one eight for my Jones and my one fourteen. I was like, I'm not about trading my picks. Once I have them, I like to keep them. Say it one more time. So he offered his one eight for Danny Dimes and my one fourteen. Oh yeah, that's that's no good. That's too much. And yeah. he also threw out one eight for Goff. Okay. Instant except for me because I was going to offer one eight for Goff anyways. So you're hoping one of the top receivers then at one mm-hmm. eight? I'm sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's hot. So. I actually um, accepted those two trades at the exact same time. And then somebody in the chat commented, whoa, big trades. Meanwhile, I'm over here spinning my wheels. <laughs> so now I have 1-5, I'm thinking that's pretty awesome. I'm happy with that. It's pretty Three awesome. Picks. Yeah. 
But then I get another offer from our favorite top 18. Now this is what starts the S storm, and I don't know if you watch, listen to the chat at all. I don't or, want to talk about that chat. guy. He's got all my future. Okay. So we were going back and forth. I mean, he throws out offers. I throw out offers. Basically, he was looking for Cup and Bell. And he had the 1-4. And I wanted the 1-4. Yeah. Right? So there were different scenarios. Um, and he also has three defenses. And I have one defense. I would like to get two defenses. Well, sure. Of yeah. course you would. Um, You're lucky you have one at all. I know. I know. <laughs> so we kept throwing around offers. And, you know, it was Cup and Bell. And, and he was offering 1-4 and... Um, Isabella. I'm like, I don't want Isabella. Well, and these rosters are not as deep exactly. as I'd like them to be, yeah. so you can't hold guys. They, yeah. yeah. So, long story short, it ends up with me giving up Cooper Cup and Bell for the 1-4, 317, and San Francisco's defense. Well, and that's a great defense you're getting. Yeah. I mean, top, of all the defenses to three, get. yeah, Top three defense. And then, of course, people are up in arms because how could you give up Cooper Cup and... And Le'Veon Bell. But, yeah. Le'Veon, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, I would never want anyway. So right. if I ever had him, I'd be trying to get rid of him. And Cooper Cup, I've been selling two one four is Right. So now you have one four and one five. so you're controlling. I mean, mm-hmm. you... Yeah. And then I have one eight. I mean, I my, can... my guess is see, it's going to be the two quarterbacks in CEH. So then you get Taylor... Probably Whatever. Taylor. Uh, well, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Burrow's going to go in the top three at least. Yeah. You never know, though. Drafts this year have been really weird because yeah. Tua falls more often than not. Herbert really falls. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes those wide receivers jump up. But and then, in, this, in this league, I don't know that they're really um, valuing quarterbacks a lot. So... Which is weird because they should. So I don't think outside of Rich, anyone else is listening to this podcast, but I'm secretly hoping that at 114, I'll have Burrow or Tua to choose from. Oh, well, come on. Burrow's not lasting to 114. You don't know. No, well, I know that. You don't know. We can make another bet right you now. Don't know. Burrow and Tua will be gone at you 114. Give me a break. You don't know. I'll be. I'll, tr- I'll trade for a later pick than I was planning on if that's the case. I'm hoping. <clears throat> Okay, well, so you're set yourself up pretty well then. So yeah, and now I have, and one. I like the long term strategy, yeah. like rookies to survive now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love building with rookies. Yeah, and then a uh, few years you'll be, because you just got to be not the worst. Right. So one four one five one eight one fourteen. I'll have four picks in the first fifteen, or first fourteen fifteen. Then I have two fourteen two sixteen, and then I turn around and have three two and three four. And then the three seventeen I acquired, so, so that's like thirty. I mean, so those, yeah, it's just it's hard to gauge how deep those are. I would have to write it out because that's a lot. And of, but again, you know, we're gonna be dealing with um, veterans, yeah, also. True. So that's gonna push rookies down. And if there's a veteran I I like, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for him too. Why not? Because it's a best ball. So anything can happen. So now, um, I think we can hold 21 players on our roster. And then there's also 
the rookies you draft go to the taxi squad too. You have a 10-player taxi. Um, so my quarterbacks now are Bridgewater and Jones. Uh, my running backs, we're not really going to talk about them. I've got Gaskin and Gore. <laughs> uh, I think you'll improve that with the yeah, draft. Yeah, I will. I'm not worried about that. Uh, highlights of my uh, receivers, I've got DK Metcalf and Parker. So, uh, and then I've got Fant at tight end, but meh. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but then, you don't need tight. This is the yeah, one where you yeah. don't have to have a yeah. tight end. So, which I'll, I'll is frustrating on. because I build tight ends the way I usually do. I have Kittle and Andrews and Janu, which I love, but I don't have to, you know. So then, the the main guy who was up in arms with the trade was Fat Bastard Snorlax, <laughs> right? Our good friend. <laughs> that Fat Bastard Snorlax. So he was like, terrible trade. I don't know how you could do that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take advice from a guy where his running backs are Rodney Anderson, Giovanni Bernard, Isaiah Crowell, Carlos Hyde, Ty Johnson, Patrick Laird, Bryce Love, Latavius Murray, and Benny Snell. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, geez, even I have Devin Singletary. Right. <laughs> I think he's just mad because he has the six, and I have four and five now. So you're in control, and you I'm don't in like control. it. Yeah. He gets my table scraps. Uh, he gets my draft table geez, scraps. He'll get a star at six. He'll Enjoy be fine. my draft table scraps, <laughs> fat bastard Snorlax. <laughs> I had a really inappropriate comment I was just going to make, and I'm keeping it to myself. You can. It's okay. No, I can't. This Let is a clean show. Let it go. So. And you know what? Who's to say that I might strike another deal and maybe try to do something else? So I, uh, I'm i willing to trade literally anyone to get picks. You are. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, and it's, again, it's my fault. I, I acquired, so... The, the main problem here is beca- is that I I typically have guys that I target that I love, mm-hmm. and I don't waver from that. And so I have the same core on most of my teams, and most of my teams win. Right. Not to toot my own horn or anything. You know I'm not one to but, do that. Doo, doo. You know I'm not one to do that. <laughs> well, on this one, I didn't. I, I, went, uh, I went against the grain, and Again. I took Odell Beckham Jr., when I could have taken other wide receivers, I took Baker coming back around, and I remember immediately thinking, boy, ODB and Baker feels a little dirty because what if that is not all it's cracked up to be? Well, here I am. Mm-hmm. I took Jarek McKinnon much earlier than I should have, um, and then I'm take, you know, I took Mark Andrews, which I was happy about, but you don't have to start a tight end. Right. So I set this team up for... I I just I was wrong on a lot of on a lot of what I was predicting. And so then I made that deal. I traded away ODB and I Kittle was the I Kittle and Tevin Coleman who did carry me a couple mm-hmm. of games yeah, and he helped did. me survive. He did actually. Um and now I wish I didn't have because he's the worst, uh-huh. but but Kittle, you know, I I acquired Kittle and Kittle's great, but you know, he's now the most valuable piece in normal situations that I should be trying to get something for. Well, the problem is you don't have to start a tight end. Exactly. So nobody's interested. So I've been throwing out um I threw out 
combinations of I think I did Garoppolo and Kittle for one one two one something yeah. like that. I did. Uh, I've done Kittle and. Um, uh, oh my gosh. Kittle and Julian Edelman uh-huh. for like one six and two six. Uh, I did some combination for for one two and two two, and I'm throwing out all these different things, and I'm thinking Kittle should be a desirable piece, and nobody's you know having any interest, and um, you know I'll probably get to the point where if somebody was willing to give me a first straight up for Kittle, I'd probably take it just because I have to beef up my other positions. Yeah. The only running back that is even worth mentioning is Devin Singletary, mm. and I don't know if you heard, but they drafted another running back. Mm. And my wide receivers, the only one worth mentioning is Terry McLaurin. Yeah, scary Terry. Um, you know, and then I've got the great tight ends, and then my quarterbacks are Jimmy G, Jimmy GQ, and Baker. So this team is just in real in real disarray. I I don't want to. I'm not used to this feeling. But I keep telling myself this is also a 20-team league, so you're not going to have, you know, it's not, it's going to be sparse. This is just more sparse than I'm used to. I mean, this is worse than most uh, uh, orphans that I take over, you know. So, so I don't know. The, but but the other thing is the format. It's yeah. on MFL. There isn't a very good chat thing. And then group me, you know, it, it's just I, I'm not used to not being able to easily get the conversations going. So right. I'm getting a little bit of a taste of what it's like for people who are in some of these other leagues where I know everybody and they know nobody. Yeah. So here's some <coughs> of uh, some of the veterans that are available. Okay. Okay. Thielen, Lockett, Excuse me. James Conner, Rojo, Gronkowski, Darren Waller, Hunter Henry, Tyrod Taylor. Sounds to me like the guy who focused on <clears throat> tight ends didn't do too well. Big Ben, Jalen Samuels, Ebron, Packers defense. I could literally start any of these people. Justin Watson. And that defense? I need that defense. Yeah, Ugh. well, you can draft him. No, I can't. My first pick isn't until. Do I have my third? I think I have three, four. I don't even know. Hold on. No. I don't even have my third? No. Oh I have your third. God, what? Oh, man, that was when I gave you my third because I wanted Bruce Anderson. I hate my life. So your first pick is at uh, 4-4. Seriously, I've, I, never, <clears throat> I never have the feeling of wanting to quit a league, but this team is demoralizing. Yeah. Ugh. God, and nobody wants George freaking Kittle. I mean, I want him, but I don't want to give up draft picks for him. Uh, so depressing. So depressing. And the draft is... It starts June 1st. Great. I'm excited. I hope it goes fast for your sake so you can pick sooner. <laughs> the, literally, there won't be anybody left to pick. It's going to be all tight ends, and I sure as hell don't need any of those. Well, there'll be some rookies. I don't know. I mean, I can't take tight ends. No, I mean, there'll be some rookies. Ugh. Ted Ginn Jr. Will, might be available down there. I hate you so much. We need to take a break before I cry. Hold on. Now, Dan Arnold, no, he's a tight end. You know what? Dar- 
you're dead to me. We need to take a break and not talk to each other, and then we'll come back. Oh, he's a dead end. Okay, are we ready to move on? I don't want to talk about World anymore. Elijah McGuire. Hey, maybe I could call up that guy that has that podcast and see what he can offer me to to help out with this, huh? Maybe he's got some ideas for me. That would be a good idea. Uh, Hey, Bob, just just somebody new to Dynasty here. I'd love to get your advice on my team. Yeah, use that voice, too. Laquan Treadwell. He'd be available. All right, we're taking a break, and we'll be back. And this league is going to be Pharaoh never spoke. Amir Abdullah? Seriously, stop. All right, we're taking a break. Riley Ridley. We'll be back. Dave is dead to Braxton me. Jackson Berrios. Shut Speedster. Up. Shut up. Video of the bull galloping through Chicago. <laughs> so, when I was a kid, I'd get so mad when they wouldn't play this part on television before the game, so I guess they cut away from it. Phil Jackson. Well, okay. I have goosebumps. So I know, right? It's awesome. so good. It's so good. It's so good. And All then right. My, my other favorite story, real quick, was uh, after '97 when they had their celebration. Steve Kerr when he hit that winning shot mm-hmm. at the press conference, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like I had to go rescue. Michael I know again. That, that was great. That was <laughs> oh, so that great. Was yeah, he. You know, that's a guy who really know, kind of knows his role. You know. Oh yeah. Um, and he had his moment, and Paxson had his moment. Like, I really I enjoyed that totally. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, so we're going to talk about this Campus to Canton League that um, Kurt and I are currently in. It is a very, very slow, slow draft. I mean, there's no timer. Yeah. But these guys are sitting for a lot of hours, and it's frustrating. Well, maybe they're trying to work out trades. Nope. They're not. No trades? They're, they're just... Uh, you know? Oh, boy. Uh, there is a guy in here called the Muff Daddy, and he owns a muffin shop. It's, I, okay, now I'm forgetting. It's something like top, <laughs> top of the Muffin, Top of the Muffin to You. No, but that's from Seinfeld, Top of the Muffin to You, isn't it? Oh, God. So it's, I can't remember what it is, but it's a muffin pun. 
and he's got all sorts of delicious treats and apparently they uh they'll mail them out for you so there's some guys in the league that have been talking about trying that out so uh, anywho since, oh you're so silly that i know made my day. i know and i saw that name and i'm like what does that mean uh, okay but here's muffy <laughs> so here's the interesting thing so this is um so this oh, is going God. to this is campus to canton so this is a there is a uh nfl <laughs> there's an nfl roster and there's a college roster now yeah. this one this one they're not combined there is a champion of the nfl and a champion of the of the college oh, okay uh but the college is treated is treated like a devi where those players feed into your nfl roster gotcha. so it's a devi you get points for okay is the idea um now the Devi is going to be, or the uh, college is going to be run on fan tracks because they actually have college on there. Oh, really? But the NFL is going to be on sleeper. My argument is why not have them both on fan tracks so yeah. it's in the same place? Yeah. These guys really like sleeper, plus the chat on, you know, there's the chat on sleeper. And I think what I've discovered is there are people that have never used fan tracks and are really nervous about it. Uh, you know, we've used fan tracks for a few years now and, and, uh, you know, have used the, the, the treasure, you know, part of it and all that. So, but, um, this is a, uh, 12 team super flex. It is tight end premium. I think a half point, uh, premium for tight ends. Okay. It is start three wide receivers. Oh, okay. And three flexes and then 18 bench. And you got the, uh, and you got the 10 player taxi squad, which is rookies only. Mm-hmm. Now the and that's the draft that's going on right now, so I can go through how that's looked so far. The NFL portion. Now the college portion is much deeper starting lineups. It is two quarterback and a super flex. Oh wow. Three running backs, four wide receivers, two tight ends, and then three flexes. That's deep. And up to thirty benches. Uh, so the idea there is that there's so many more college players that are startable that yeah. you've got to start a lot more of them. So uh, when that draft starts, whenever Fantrax gets their act together and gets the NFL players yeah. out of there and you know gets their player pool done, we're very I'm very excited about that person. That's awesome. So I got to prioritize how we're going to do the. It was also a derby. It was also a derby for selecting your position. Um, random selection for picking your order and it was picking your spot in either nfl or college okay so when it was my pick i had i picked the third spot in college that was available Mm -hmm. uh rather than the third spot in nfl i think because i can pick anywhere in nfl i'd rather have the higher ncaa pick makes sense and then coming back around, I was picking from uh, – I I had a few spots left to pick. I wanted the turn of the NFL. I ended up getting the 11th spot. That's what I drafted. That's from. not terrible. Yeah. So, you know, it was kind of fun getting to pick your spots. I, I – uh, Kurt got number one and got Mahomes. And then wait till you see. The draft fell as perfectly to him. I, I've never seen somebody get Mahomes at one and then have the studs come back to it. Like, it'll, it's going to blow your mind. I can't wait to show you. I'm ready to have my mind blown. Woo! Your mind's going to get blown! <laughs> All right, so drafting now. And let's see. Boobity, beep, Are you boo-doo. up right now? 
Uh, actually, I am two away, and they're both online, so I may get to make a pick right here uh, on the air. We are making history. Woo! I can't wait. Okay, so currently it's in the 27th round of 30. I think we're only going to go to 32, and then the rest of the Well, you guys are, are almost done. I know, apparently. you've been drafting well, for? Like forever. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? I'll yeah. give you a round at a time. You can let me know if anything jumps out at you. Okay. So I picked it 111, um, so you'll see where I went. Do you want to predict what I went at 111 right off the bat? you think you can pick? Uh, you either went Kittle or Andrews. Yeah, I have a Kittle. You know me well. Did Andrews come around to you? Uh, no. Well, I could have taken him, oh, but man. I. Be, but here's the thing: because you start three wide receivers, oh, okay. I needed to make sure I Makes sense. got you know one of those other positions. Sure, 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 sure. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Round one: Mahomes, McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Kyler Murray. Alvin Kamara, George Kittle to me, and Chubb at 112. Uh, the big thing that jumps out at me is only one wide receiver was taken. Yes. Uh, agreed. This is clearly a running back hungry group, which yeah. you'll see moving forward. Well, that pushes more wide receivers down. Yeah. But other than that, it wasn't that surprising. Those are the four quarterbacks that typically go in the first round. Kittle goes first round. Yeah. You know, I... Uh... Watson could have snuck in there, but I was surprised Dak went ahead of Murray. Yeah, but Dak and Kyler have been ahead of Watson. Watson, the shine is off, as I like to say. Round two, Uh, Russell Wilson. I took Devontae Adams to go with Kittle. Oh, nice. Uh, At 2-3, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. At 2-4, Josh Jacobs. 2-5, Hopkins. 2-6, Mixon. 2-7, Jonathan Taylor. 2-8, Wow. 2-8, Austin Eckler. Wow. 2-9, Watson. 2-10, A.J. Brown. 2-11, Tyree Kill. So are you ready oh, for who Kurt got at the 2-12 and 3-1? Godwin and Moore. Jesus. He loves Moore. I mean, he's a 22-year-old. You know, he's, yeah, he's good. So anyway, he got Godwin That's and D.J. Moore after taking Mahomes. Nicely done. Which he was is, probably like. Oh, he was so excited. Can't believe it. He thought he was going to have Tyreek and Godwin. He he wanted more in AJ Brown because he didn't think Godwin and Tyreek would get to mm-hmm. him. So Tyreek went, but Godwin didn't. And it's like okay, that's awesome. All right, round three. So started with DJ Moore to Kurt, and then Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift at three three, and then Kelsey and Andrews back to back. Henry Dobbins at three seven. Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay. I took CeeDee Lamb at 311. Of course you did. And then Aaron Jones went at 312. I I wanted him. And you got him because there was no way he was going to gonna. He was not going to no. come back, so I, I went for it, you know, and, and I Adams figured. Adams and Lamb, it, that's not bad. <clears throat> yeah, and I learned as this went on that this youth was prioritized real hard with mm-hmm. these guys too. So um, some older guys are available later that you would, you know, that you'd be surprised, generally speaking. 4-1, Juju. I took Joe Burrow at 4-2. I just figured 
he was the, you know, I mean, I just figured his upside is so, so high that I took him over some guys that I typically, and it's I, super flex too. and I'm trying to switch it up. You know, I want to get some different kinds of guys and I don't have Joe Burrow in too many places. Yeah. So, so Juju Burrow and then Kenyon Drake, Cam Akers at four, four, Julio at four, five, Allen Robinson at four, six, Josh Allen at four, seven, Cooper Cup four, eight. Uh, ODB at 4'9", Carson wow. Wentz at 4'10", Cortland Sutton at 4'11". And then are you ready for Kurtz next two? Oh, man. I so if you recall, he started with Mahomes, Godwin, and DJ Moore. Powerhouse. Baker Mayfield and Tua. <laughs> That's fantastic. Unbelievable, right? Oh, Kurt. Now he did have to, you know, he did have to sacrifice. He has a he has a pick coming up that he really gr- regretted. He also had to sacrifice because yeah. he has not really any tight ends to speak of. But goodness gracious, those three quarterbacks and those two wide receivers are ridiculous. Yeah. All right, round five: Tua, Ridley, Metcalf, Daniel Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn at five five, Jerry Judy at five six, Stafford, Rogers, Shark, Ryan. And then I took Jared Goff at 5'11". Okay. Big tight, or a big quarterback run, so I took my second quarterback. And then, sure. and then Brady at 5'12". Okay. There were some interesting picks here, like, you know, Brady going before some younger guys. Yeah. There, was, there, was some, there was some weird stuff. 6'1", Stephon Diggs. I took Terry McLaurin. Okay. So now I'm at Adams, Lamb, and McLaurin are wow, my wide receivers. Wow, a push of youth. He fell a little bit. I know, surprising, right? Yeah. Well, that quarterback run helped me out. And running back. I mean, the young running backs mm-hmm. all. I mean, Keyshawn Vaughn in the fifth round of a right, startup seems right. seems early. A little bit. 6'3", <clears throat> uh, Debo. 6'4", Locke. 6'5", Ertz. 6'6", six, six, Darnold. 6'7", six, Jefferson. Uh, Allen. And then there was a horrible trade that involved ncaa picks being given up to get to this pick really and he traded to this pick to take drew Brees. did he have any quarterbacks he uh he didn't okay but like herbert was still there you know for a younger guy it was just it was it was weird he gave up um, he flopped. He flip flopped like six picks worth of first rounders in the college on the college side, okay. and then gave up his second round college startup altogether. Wow! Um, to get this pick, and then he gave up a pick in the, this startup like six, seven, eight rounds later. It that was is. it was bad. And Kurt and I just keep thinking, man, is that? I wonder if these people have any experience with college drafts or Debbie. Closet Drew Brees team is his team Saints related. No, does he have Kamara? No, no, no. He's Teddy Bridgewater. He used to be a Saint. (laughs) Anyway, so Rager Herbert, um, and then at the end of the sixth, Kurt took Leonard Fournette, who fell to 6'12". Holy moly, I didn't, didn't hear his name called. Yeah, 6'12". So, Keyshawn Vaughn went ahead of Fournette. Yep. So did Akers, Kenyon Drake. I mean, Fournette yeah. usually goes ahead of those guys. Jeez. Uh, and then the second pick well, of that I mean, turn... If you think about it, his future is, is going to be murky after this year anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the sixth, he had, I mean, Kurt's, Kurt's like, wow, I, I didn't have a yeah. choice. 
Um, and then at the seven one, the pick he regretted was taking Adam Thielen. I think he like felt rushed, and you he know just... why he was hooked on a Thielen. He <laughs> was well done. High and believing. Um, seventh round, <laughs> Thielen, Cousins, Higgins, Boyd. Oh, you got sniped on Cousins. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, I know it's really That's sad, right? Too bad. Bridgewater, Woods, Devontae Parker, Jimmy GQ, Melvin Gordon, Darren Waller, and then I was done waiting on Goddard. I took Goddard at 7-11. Of course you did. And then Montgomery went at the end of the 7th. Okay. Now I switch into, <clears throat> and I don't know how long you want me to go full rounds if we're going quick enough, or if you want me to switch to just going my team, it's up to you. How about you just go your team okay. from now on? All right. Or maybe so, if there's any surprises. Maybe do Kurt's team, too. Uh, that's fair. I'll good. I'll do mine and Kurtz. So, um, so seven eleven. I took Goddard, and then coming back around at eight two, I took Evan Ingram. Because now we're at the point where people are not taking tight ends, Stack and up. it is tight end premium. Yeah. And I have already won a league where I filled my flexes with tight ends because people aren't prioritizing them. So Oof. why not? Why not? So I took Evan Ingram after Dallas Goddard. So now I'm looking at Kittle, uh, Goddard, and Ingram. Then at the end of the eighth, Kurt took Christian Kirk and Mike Williams. I thought that was a real hot turn. Okay. I keep thinking I'm hearing mice, but could be my my flip flops. It's probably you flipping flopping all over the place. Yeah, uh, that happens. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he went Kirk and Mike Williams. So then at the end of the ninth round, I went Dwayne Haskins at nine eleven as my third quarterback. Okay. And then coming back around, I took Hunter Henry sitting there in the 10th round of a tight end premium. Huh. And uh, Darren Waller already went. Noah Fant went ahead of him. I just, I like, Noah Fant ahead of Hunter Henry seems interesting, but I guess yeah. it's it's been trending that way. At the end of the 10th, Kurt went uh, Nikhil Harry. The guy on that on that podcast where he kept giving advice, he kept saying N-Keel. N. Keel Harry. He said it over and over again. N. Keel Harry. N. Keel Harry. He was just saying it phonetically. It happens. And about all the potential he has with Stidham. And I'm just like, oh my God. He didn't say Stidham. Stidham, no. N. Keel, Uh, Stidham. So N. Keel Harry. And then at the 11-1, Kurt took Irv Smith Jr. And that was his uh, his first tight end. So then, uh, let's see, Love and Hurts go. Um, I was surprised they didn't go earlier because there were people that looked like they were desperate at quarterback. And then <clears throat> in the... Well, um, you know if Jalen Hurts' mom was in this draft, <laughs> he'd true. have gone in the third. We have seen her. At the end of the 11th, I at the 11th and 12th, around that turn, I took my first two running backs. I took Zach Moss at 11-11. Okay. And Jordan Howard at 12-2. Okay. And then coming back, Kurt in the 12th and 13th took Ian Thomas and Paris Campbell. I think he was lucky Ian Thomas made it back. I probably would have gone Ian Thomas before Smith just because he needs to start him this year. Yeah, Ian Thomas is a starter for sure. He is. Uh, And Paris Campbell. He regretted the Paris Campbell pick, I think, too. So then coming back around, uh, 13th round of a tight end premium. Guess who's sitting there? Uh, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, so I took Gronk in the 13th. Why nice. not? And then in the 14th, I took Darrington Evans. Sure you did. Starting to build up those young running good, backs. Good, the ones good. that have potential. Kurt, 14th and 15th, 15th, took David Njoku and Julian Edelman. Okay. 
<clears throat> and then I took Devin Duvernay and Albert O. I can't quit Albert O. You can't quit I'm him. in. Yeah. He's a tall drink of water, and I want it. You know Drew Locke was his quarterback in college? Get out. Yes. Interesting. And I fell in love a tiny bit more. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. That was the Buzz Lightyear that Drew Locke does. Uh, and then 16th and 17th, Kurt took Philip Lindsay and Damian Williams lasted to the 17th round of a startup hmm? because people are scared off by CEH. I took, uh, 17th and 18th, I took DJ Dallas and Sammy Watkins. <clears throat> I'm thinking I might start CD Watkins if Lamb doesn't come out the gate looking like he's going to contribute right away. Sure. 18th and 19th, Kurt took Kelvin Harmon and Donovan Peoples-Jones. We're getting into the flyer territory. dirty. dirty. Dirty Wolverine. Dirty Wolverine. <clears throat> 19th and 20th, I took Isaiah Coulter and Justice Hill. You know I can't quit him either. You can't. 20th and 21st rounds, Kurt took Naheem Hines and Kyle Rudolph. I took 21 and 22 in honor of Danny. I took Boston Scott. You did it. And James Prochet. Oh, nice. I figured I have Duvernay and Prochet, and if one overtakes the other, I have both. Sure. Uh, Kurt, 22 and 23, he took Royce Freeman and Cahale Waring. Okay. <clears throat> I, in 23, 24, I went two long shot quarterbacks. I went Cole McDonald and Anthony Gordon. Uh, Kurt, then in 24, 25, Chris Thompson, Jarek McKinnon. And then the last two picks that I made, because it's coming up on me, I took Travis Homer Home and uh, Juwan Jennings. Okay. And then Kurt's last two picks he made were Jimmy Graham and Kiki Kuti. Nice. So that's where we're at. The last pick that was made was Danny Amendola. So that should tell you where we are with this draft, eh? <laughs> so it's been very, it's been a very interesting draft. There are some picks that are real, real head scratchers, but um, yeah. I just couldn't believe that the talent was left to Kurt after taking Mahomes. That's what blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been, I, I think the last two startups I've been in have been people who have not gone crazy for running backs and taking yeah. running backs as early as this. And so it, you know, it kind of forces you to be a little more, and, and this one pushed all the players yeah. I actually want back. And it's great. So that's, that's why I got CD Lamb. You know, I kind of, I have so many teams now. I, I kind of miss drafting. Maybe I'll just do some mock drafts. What's the point of that? Well, so I don't have to keep them. It's like kissing your sister. Or something. I don't, I don't really think so. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a saying. <laughs> anyway, so that's where we're at. Uh, you want to hear some trade conversations? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So, uh, the... The league where I, uh, let's see, let me find it here, The Longest Yard. Great movie. Where is my team for this league? There it is. Okay, so this is the, um, uh, this is the league where, uh, it is no required tight end but it's a whole bunch of flexes and this is the one where I drafted all the tight ends and it's a full point premium and yeah. I ended up winning the championship. <clears throat> so I'm looking at my squad and I'm trying to think of like how I can improve it. 
And so I made a deal that got me. So, so my whole theory on this draft and the reason that it worked, I got my quarterbacks, of course, but I, I got two wide receivers for my two wide receiver spots and basically didn't have any other wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I think during last year I had Michael Thomas and Allen Robinson, who was a little bit later. And those are my only two wide receivers um, the majority of, of the weeks. Uh, and then I got by on running backs who were just good enough. I had Singletary, who I got as a rookie, okay. and he was serviceable. And I had Hyde, who I got super late, and he ended up being serviceable. So then all those tight ends were the ones really generating all my points. Yeah. So I won the championship, and then I, so I, and I had all my picks still. So I had 112, 212, 312, etc., and so I was looking at kind of ways to improve this squad. And I thought there's going to be people who are who would like to acquire some of those tight ends. So that was going to be my goal. So I got some conversations going. And I the one this one that I came to trade with, I think, was with the commissioner. But he said, I'm interested in tight ends. Sure. So we had a whole lot of conversations. And my goal was to get Adams. I figured if I could put Adams with Thomas and only have to give up one of my tight ends, Mm -hmm. that that could really do something. Mm -hmm. And he had expressed interest in Rodgers. Okay. And he had Breeze. Well, I would rather have Breeze than Rodgers. So I thought, okay, so if we can make a switch there, and then if I can get rid of Singletary, he had Mostert. So if I could get rid of Singletary and get Mostert back, because I'm okay with Mostert, I think he's going to be fine, and Singletary is going to be getting uh, vultured a little bit. And then Debo was my third wide receiver, who I only started on bye weeks for the other guys. Um, So he was kind of sitting there in the wing. So I had some options here. So I traded away Rodgers, Gesicki, Debo, and Singletary. And I got Breeze, Mostert, Devontae Adams, 2-3, and 3-2. Okay. So I moved up in the third. I mean, sorry, I moved up in the second from 212 to 23. Mm-hmm. So now I have 112 and 23. And I acquired that extra third. And I didn't give up anybody I wasn't comfortable giving up. Sure. Because I have a lot of tight ends. So Gasicki yeah. is more yeah, valuable so to somebody else. All you did was give up depth. <clears throat> yep. And flip the quarterback that you preferred. Yeah. So then I started having conversations with um, this other guy and who it- had. Oh, ooh. Adams is the best piece in that whole trade. Exactly. And so, that was the whole goal. Yep. And I was willing to pay a little more than I needed to so that I could have Thomas and Adams. And then I can fill up the rest on rookies and have some guys that'll, that'll be able to take off. I like it. <clears throat> so then I started talking to the guy who had the first overall pick just to see what was going there. And he's a super nice guy and had, um, and, uh, and we had some good conversations. So, but I was offering things like, Kelsey and Jimmy GQ for one one and um, there was some and John and John who I was trying to get for him, but then I start looking at his team. He's like, well, I have to really see if that makes sense for my team. You know, I've got to rebuild. I got to decide. So then I look at his team, and I'm going to read his team off to you, and then I want you to tell me what jumps out at you. Sure. If you were running this team, what would be your number one strategy? Because I'm assuming it's very similar to mine. So here's the squad. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Odell Beckham Jr., Randall Cobb, Preston Williams, J.D. McKissick, Janu Smith, Albert Wilson, 
Dee Dee Westbrook, Jamal Williams, Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, you got Teddy. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Josh Rosen, Lamar like Miller, said Jalen. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell, very official. <laughs> we have a good vibe. He's in trouble. Lamar Miller, Jalen Samuels, Daryl Henderson, Cordell Patterson, Ted Ginn Jr., Traquan Smith, Kiki QT. You kind of get the point of yeah. where we're going here at this point. Um, he has the 1 1 for, for a reason, basically. Yeah, he does. So when you heard that team, I'm assuming you heard one position that he was more stacked in than others. Would be the running back. He's got the running backs. Yes. So I'm looking at his team and I go, oh And my if gosh. he says he's rebuilding. But he back. wasn't sure. He's uh-huh. like, well, I don't know if I can compete now. And I'm thinking, dude, you got Randall Cobb starting at wide receiver. Yeah, it's, you got to do something. <clears throat> so I, I look at his team and I go, ooh, dude, I'm, you know what? This trade doesn't make sense for you. I said, would you like my... Like I went into teaching mode because I'm like, this guy can't give me his number. Let he, me take this, you under my wing. This guy cannot give me 1-1. One, one. I would not feel right, especially when he was so nice. So I said, would you like my advice on what I think you should do? And he goes, yeah, sure, man. I'm happy to have advice. Sure, whatever. Uncle Ralph. And I have no idea how experienced this guy is, but I'm looking at the team thinking, yeah. clearly something's going on. You were the worst team in this league. I, I said, I didn't say that to him, but he right. knows. He got the 1-1. One, one. Yeah. I, uh, I, said, I said, in my opinion, you need to sell those running backs. Mm-hmm. You need to be selling Nick Chubb for a first this year, first next year, and a player. I mean, this is pie in the sky, obviously. I, you know, sell Miles Sanders for a first this year and a player. Uh, sell ODB for, a, you know, for something that's a little more... I said, you got to start acquiring picks and future assets. And those running backs, I said, if you build up the positions that are longer term assets, mm. then you can, you know, you, I, I said, you might be terrible next year, but if you, if you trade those guys for 2021 picks and start to build them up and then you're bad because you have no running backs and you have all those picks, you can turn around really fast. Basically yeah. the whole way that we structure everything right. is. Oh yeah, it's an interesting thing. Blah, 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 blah. So um, I did a little bit of what we had talked about with, you know, how fun that would be to give somebody advice on their team. I kind of went into teaching mode, but yeah. I, I did leave him with one offer because he likes Evan Ingram and he likes Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. I I told him I would give him one of those guys for Janu and one of his seconds. And I said, if it's 2-1, that's an immediate accept for me. Mm-hmm. You let me know. But I said, only if it helps your team. Only if it helps your team. Right. Like, I'm trying to be nice. So that was, that was interesting. Uh, the, the conversation from earlier, though, from the league you're in, from Hustle. Oh, yeah. And I have a, a Hustle trade offer. Me and uh, Kurt were going back and forth. Let's, let's hear yours. And then I'll tell you how this conversation so went. this was yesterday. <clears throat> I was high off my world trades. Right? <laughs> it's amazing how you how that yeah, it just, flows into other the, leagues, right? The endorphins kick in. Yeah, like, for who sure. Who else can I get? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then another league that I'm on in MFL because I'm on like in like ten MFL leagues. Oh, gross! You're in ten MFL leagues. Yeah, I'm in a lot. Ugh, you'd find me on the roof. So uh, too much. I had. <laughs> I tried to <laughs> just. I had got Cook and Dalvin Cook in a couple leagues, and I'm like, I, you know, I want Cook in in this league, because the running backs aren't the best. So I I threw out an offer to him. Um, I wanted Cook. I'd give up Evan Ingram, Josh Reynolds, 
and my 2020 first, which is the one four. Fair offer. Yeah. For Cook. Yeah. 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 Wait, say it one more time. I zoned out. Dalvin Cook, to me. Yeah. And I would give Evan Ingram, Josh Reynolds, and the one four. Oh yeah, that's super. Yeah, that's super fair. He countered. He got greedy. Okay. He offered Wentz and Cook. Oh boy. He wants 1 1. For Evan Ingram, 1 1, 1 4, and a 2021 20, first. Oh, come on, Kurt. Woo! Yeah. Was it hot in here or is yeah. it just me? <laughs> I said, I appreciate the dialogue. Yeah. However, my 1 1 is, is already spoken for. Yeah, that's, right? that's not going anywhere. Yeah, your team needs quarterbacks, so that's not going to work. Carson Wentz ain't scratching that itch. No. No. But Cook. Scratches that edge because I love Dalvin Cook, and I'm a homer. So, it was an ins. I, we were talking on WhatsApp and I, rejected it right away. Yeah, that he did get greedy. Yeah. Well, it would have been greedy. <laughs> it would have been greedy for one, in my opinion, for one one and one four to mm-hmm. throw in that twenty twenty one first really. Yeah. Pushed it over, but I guess. He'd explain his thought process if you asked him. He'd he he'd, he'd give you a nice long response. So yeah. okay, all right. Well, well, I uh, my team in hustle is um, bad. <laughs> and let me just say, my running backs, I've got <coughs> Lamar Miller, Giovanni Bernard. I've got, I've got Ido Smith, Tony Pollard. Those are my running backs. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. And Travion Williams on oh, my taxi. Oh, well, yeah. Very I mean, elite. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I need a little bit of help. So, my team in this league, uh, which was the last place team, I traded. This was the this was the trade where I got DK Metcalf, and then we swapped yep. one and two, four and five, yep. I think. Yep. Um, so, my team in this league. Oh, and this is also the league where I acquired Tom Brady from you. So we've been making deals all over the place. Oh, have. wait. Is this the one where I acquired Tom Brady? No, right? was that Gridiron? Yeah, but then why would I have Tom Brady? I don't acquire Tom Brady anywhere. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. I thought it was this one. We digress. Uh, so my, my team... Yeah, because I got Taysom Hill. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Er, yeah. Okay, so my team in this league is Tom Brady, Jalen Samuels, Chase Edmonds, DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, Hunter Henry, Dallas Goddard, Mike Gesicki, Mike Williams, Baker Mayfield... We got the IDP guys, yep. um, and then my bench is not much to speak of. I got Janu there and some good IDP players. This is the one with two IDP flexes, which means they're useless. Yeah. However, I have the one two, the one five, the one six, the one eight, two five, two eight, three one four ten. So I'm swimming in picks. You are. And I feel like this could really be a worst to first situation, honestly. If I if I if, if things fall the right way. Sure. So I'm looking at this team and I'm thinking, I'd like to make some more, I'd like to get some more picks. So why not? So I put it out there in the chat. <clears throat> hey, so I think, to... oh, sorry. I, I said, I got guys to sell for draft picks. Who wants to deal? And Jones, 48910, says, it's like, always open to deal, my man. It's like an AOL screen name. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's funny because he said, always open to deal, my man. 
And then I responded, messaged you, my man. And I didn't notice that he called me my man. And so it looked like I was mocking him, probably. That's what started the whole thing. I guess so. It was a a bonding moment. So he has a lot of players on the block, too. Well, he's got a good team. Um, He he has a good team. So, but, but his picks are what I really care about. So he... Uh, let's see. So I message oh, him. Oh, he's got the one three. He has the one three, and which obviously two one. Right, which is obviously the one three is the most appealing thing. So, sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> so I sent him a message and I said, "Damn, your team is solid. What are you in the market for, my man?" I didn't say my man again. You should have. But I should have. And he says, "Just always open a deal for fair value. Are oh. you trying to control the whole draft, LOL?" And I said, "Of course, I'm trying to control the whole draft." So I said, "Let's start here." Any of my IDP guys are available for a pick. His response was, in this league format, I don't really care about IDP. I just offloaded some guys just for a chance at offensive players. And I'm thinking, good for you, buddy, because you shouldn't be giving me picks for IDP players. However, I said, I get it. I just can't bring myself to drop IDP studs. Someone should be starting Derwin James. My man. And he goes, that's true. He's a stud. Anyway, so then he says, I have interest in Gesicki, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Baker Mayfield. And I'm thinking, okay. You got options. I got options. And none of those guys are off limits. Baker only off limits because quarterbacks are valuable because it's a super flex. But none of those guys are off limits. So I said, how attainable is that 1-3? Because obviously that's my top target. And he says, pretty high price for me there. Obviously need a top-tier back for my roster and also love Burrow or Tua. And I said, I wouldn't do Baker for 1-3 straight up, but if you added to it, I would. So then I threw out an offer. I said, Baker and Gesicki for 1-3 and his two seconds. Okay. My guess is you'd rather have the picks. I would, yeah. Clearly, I'd rather have the picks, too. Right. But I'm thinking Baker and Gesicki is not nothing. And if you need tight end, that's you're not getting mm-hmm. a tight end at any of those spots that's going to help you. Yeah, because he's, he's got Hooper and a Higby. Okay, so he's okay in tight end. But he, but he expressed interest. Those are two guys on the list that he was interested and in. And he has Uzoma. <laughs> well... So I figure, why not? I'll, I'll go for it and see what he says. So he says, a little rich for me, such a good draft. And I said, good, I regretted offering it, LOL. <laughs> because I did. That's a lot to give up for it some is, picks. But yeah. I, you know, I've, I've never been scared to make a deal. So he says, LOL, also. No, my man this time, but no, still. That's cute. You guys are swapping LOLs. <laughs> so then he says... Or so then I said, okay, how about just Gesicki for 2 3 and 3 3? Again, I'm assuming you'd rather have the picks. Mm-hmm. But if, if for someone who likes Gesicki, I don't think that's, an, in, that's not an exorbitant amount mm-hmm. to pay. So then he says, I was looking for a bargain. I think I'll hold. What the hell? Right. That exactly. Thank you. Because then he then he says, "What if bargain. that? What if that is Mims and McFarlane? I'd rather have those guys." Well, okay. So he basically he so wants, you want all your picks, and he wants to snow you. He wants you to. So you want to give me your fourth for one of these guys? 
Jesus. None. I'm not giving any of the guys you listed for a fourth. They're all worth more than that. These are not, you I know. Got a, I got a bargain for you, Jones. So then I said, oh, and I hadn't even read the last message. So so we'll get to this right now. So I said, okay, dot, oh, dot. He, he was the one I got Disley from for a, <clears throat> a third. <laughs> 2023rd. That's awesome. Wait, he gave you Disley for a 2023rd? Yeah. Okay. So I said, okay, dot, dot, dot. So what are you thinking for any of my guys? Because these aren't unreasonable offers. I'm thinking, you gave me the guys you want. I'm giving you offers. You're saying they're, you're looking for a bargain, but these were not. Yeah. These were not like pie in the sky offers, I don't think. He says, maybe we just value some of these guys differently. Gasicki isn't worth the two three for me. Maybe my two threes. So he wants me to give him Gasicki for two third round rookie picks. Would you give away Gasicki for that? Hey, like he said, he's trying to get a bargain. I guess, and, and then he said bargain. he said Mike Williams is close to the two three. <clears throat> The problem with Mike Williams for the 2-3 is that at 2-3, I'm getting a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I just keep that tall drink of water who's hopefully going to be unleashed with a rookie quarterback and has had a limp noodle arm thrown to him for the last three years? At 2-3, what am I going to get? Higgins? I mean, I... How do... You know? So I'm thinking, okay, Mike Williams is close to the 2-3. So does that mean you want me to add to Mike Williams to get 2-3? Oh, Lord. Basically, this guy's not reasonable, right? No. Okay. <clears throat> so I should just end it. I would. Okay. But I really want his picks. But I'm thinking, he's got 1-3. He must know that that's the piece. He gave me a list of players. So what, I mean, I just, I offered him the quarterback and Gesicki and he, uh, I don't know. It just seems funny to me. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't know either. All right, my friend. Are we wrapping my this man. up? My man. Are we wrapping this up? Let's do it. All right. So do we have anything big coming up on the horizon, like fantasy football-wise? Well, we have the world draft. Oh, I And if it's a slow draft, it starts on Monday, so it may make it into Wednesday or Thursday. So... We might be able to make your pick on air. Your very first pick in the fourth round of it all. I'm my pick. I don't want to. I'll take it. Think about it. You could go the route of Waylon and just trade all, my, trade all your picks. This episode made me mad in so many ways. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. This has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. Me llamo David. <laughs> I can't believe you listen to this. We will see you next week. If you want us to analyze your team and tell you why it's great and why it's terrible and give you ideas or tell you that you're screwed, then please let us know. Yeah. We'd be happy to help or message us or not. Whatever. So. All right. If you have no way to contact us, then we probably don't want to hear from you. (laughs) (laughs) Then how the heck did you find us? All right. On that note, bye-bye. Bye.